Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you and today we're going to talk about how to use and dose Proviron. But before we get into that, just a big thank you to everybody out there supporting the channel. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. Thank you for all the likes, the comments. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the channel. Click that bell icon so that you don't miss out on any of the updates from YouTube when I am posting new content. And please click that like button. It really helps the channel to grow. And, and that's just going to allow me to do more content for everybody. Also, when you see the video start, make sure that you do follow along on the podcast links for Apple, Spotify. That's These videos are going to be in podcast form. So let's get into it with Proviron. This is kind of cut and dry. It's not difficult. But I do want to cover a few things that I think people get a little confused about. So Proviron is a non-toxic oral steroid. All right. So... It's not going to require that on-cycle support that you need with any other oral steroid, but it's never a bad idea to continue to take that anyway. But it, it is not, and I repeat, is not a toxic oral steroid. So that is one big plus for it. There's an argument with it on suppression. All right. I've found it over the years to be very minimally suppressive, almost like that of a SARM. Some people say it's a steroid, it's a steroid, and it's suppressive. I've seen it. I can't tell you how many times on blood work ran without anything else, no testosterone, no anything, and to show very, very minimal suppression after a pretty long duration. Um, but to each their own on that, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's not suppressive at all and, you know, I don't know, over-exaggerate it, but the suppression that I've seen, I've seen it used in post-cycle therapies and not negatively affect recovery whatsoever. I've seen a lot with it. So I have a lot of confidence in it on being very minimally suppressive. Um, in terms of dosing, oh, and, and let me bring this up really quickly before we get into the dosing. Proviron has anti-estrogen properties. Absolutely. I'm not going to debate that. I'm not going to argue that. And in and it's for some people that really aren't estrogen prone, it might by using that, it might allow you to lower your aromatase inhibitor dose. And it might for somebody estrogen prone. That's all going to be determined through blood work. It just simply is not a replacement for an aromatase inhibitor. And I repeat that. Uh, it is not a replacement because I see people that say that and I don't want people to get the wrong idea. If it works for you as a replacement for an aromatase inhibitor, then you are one of the lucky ones that is just not estrogen prone. And that's freaking awesome for you. But don't encourage that to others because that there's a that's a rare breed and rare group of people. And I don't want everybody to think they can get away with that because they can't. And I, and I don't want people to end up getting like gynecomastia issues and things like that because that just sucks. And that's just something that you don't want to deal with whatsoever. So please don't get caught up in that or think that. That is a replacement for an aromatase inhibitor. It does have properties, though, and I will never deny that. Um, one of my main things that I love about Proviron is, you know, it's free and upbound testosterone, which is going to allow you to get more gains. It's also going to increase your libido. So these are all things that to keep in mind with Proviron. Um, now, in terms of dosing it, 50 milligrams a day is plenty. You don't ever need any more than that, and some people stick with 25 milligrams a day. I have always been an advocate of 50. I love what you can get out of 50. I always felt like you get the most out of it and you don't have any sort of issues whatsoever side effect wise. Um, and, and I've ran it 20 weeks before with no problem. 
14, 12, 14 weeks is fine too. If you're running it alone and you want to run like a little mini post-cycle therapy, you can. I don't have any issue with that. You should be relatively good with just a testosterone booster, but everybody's different and some people might want to do like a low dose of Clomid or Novodex and that's cool too. Uh, but, you know, 12 to 14 weeks is great. I've always, well, and I don't anymore, but in the past I used to throw it in with my TRT 12, 14 weeks and just nothing else and that was always great it's always ran great on every cycle for me um a lot of people like to especially use it with deca and, and npp and trend uh felt like it helps with libido great i don't argue with that at all i like it on any cycle i really do you know with anivar and primabolin and, and proviron mean cycle with sarms excellent addition there's a lot of great ways to use it. I am a fan of Proviro and always have been. There are people that feel like it does nothing for them, and I can understand why. you got to understand what it does, what the benefits are, and how it works. If you're expecting it to be a muscle hardener like Masteron, then you're going to be disappointed. Um, people will say Masteron or Proviro, but that's for certain things. Masteron is a much more strong aesthetic. It's a stronger steroid. Just like every other steroid is in comparison to it. You have to understand that it's kind of working internally and it's helping the other compounds to come out even more. And it's keeping libido up, things of that nature. So understanding Proviron is the main thing and how it works. That being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli, signing off.